Hi, this is Tony Allen with Signet4713.com Audio Gospel Way. Today's episode is titled, Adopted Through the Spirit of Jesus. Now, the word adopted means to um, take on another child as your own, to uh, legally uh, go through the process to where that child carries your last name, and by so, by law, that child is entitled to everything that that family owns, just as if that child was their biological child. They would, the child is entitled to everything. So the reason why I'm bringing that up is to bring some understanding and some light into what uh, we have as sons and daughters through Christ, through the spirit of Jesus. All right. The book of Galatians, the apostle Paul is telling the Galatians this in uh, chapter 4, um, as it is written, Even so, we, comma, when we were children, comma, were in bondage under the elements of the world. All right, so, so what he's saying here is that before we became adopted into the Spirit through Jesus, and having that inheritance or becoming an heir to everything that God has, we were in bondage to the elements of the world. So in other words, we were looking to the world system as our provider. All right. So all our hopes and all our ambitions were catered uh, through the world system, which ultimately means through mankind. All right. So we're looking to some for someone else to help us fulfill our dreams or our ambitions or whatever it may be. Now, don't get me wrong. God uses people still in his kingdom to open doors. Now, that's not what I'm saying when I said that in the beginning. Now, people are still used by God. All right. But when you have uh, just that mindset to where you're only are hoping and placing all your trust in mankind. This is when failure and disappointment happens. All right. Now we'll go ahead and keep reading. Now, uh, verse four. But when the fullness of the time had come, God sent forth his son, meaning Jesus, born of a woman, born under the law. To redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption as sons. All right. Now, verse six. And because you are sons or daughters, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. And that word Abba means daddy. All right. So it's personal. It's intimate. That means you are uh, a part of the family now. All right. You don't use that word daddy unless there is a strong connection. All right. There is an entitlement there. There is uh, you are an heir. You belong. Okay. Now, verse seven. Therefore, you are no longer a slave. Wow. But a son. Now, watch this. Now, remember now, in verse 3, he said, we were in bondage under the elements of the world, meaning we were dependent on 
world system, all right, to provide what we were looking for or needing in this life. All right, now verse 7, God is saying here, once you become a part of my family, you are no longer a slave. You are no longer under the elements of the world, but a son or a daughter, right? Now watch this. And if a son or a daughter, then an heir of God through Christ. Wow, that's powerful. When you really grasp hold of this truth and really believe in your heart what these words are saying, what God is saying, you, your whole perspective will change. All right? Now watch this. Let's go over to the book of uh, Matthew, uh, chapter 12, verse 46. Now watch what Jesus says. While he was still talking to the multitudes, behold, his mothers and brothers stood outside. Now these are his biological uh, brothers and his mother. All right. They're standing outside seeking to speak with him. All right. Now verse 47. Then one said to him, look, your mother and your brothers are standing outside seeking to speak with you. They're talking to Jesus. Now, these were the disciples. All right. Now, now verse 48. Now, this, this is Jesus speaking now. But he answered and said to one, of, to one who told him, who is my mother and who are my brothers? Wow. Now, watch this. Jesus then went as far as to do this. Verse 49. And he stretched out his hand toward his disciples and said, Here are my mother and my brothers. Verse 50. For whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. That is powerful. Now, <clears throat> There was a reason Jesus said that, because what Jesus was trying to uh, relay is that those that are worshiping and walking in the spirit that are doing the will of the father, because Jesus came down in flesh. Yes, but he walked in the spirit and those that followed him was believing in that same mindset. They were walking the spirit. That's why Jesus said he pointed at the people around him that was following him. These are my mother, my brothers and sisters. All right. So that still applies. The reason why I'm bringing that up, because <clears throat> it'll help you understand what the Apostle Paul was saying in Galatians. Now, for us, it's all spiritual. All right. It's all spiritual. We are adopted as sons and daughters to God. Through Jesus Christ, through his spirit, as it is written. Galatians uh, chapter 4, verse 6. I'm going to read that again. And because you are sons, it didn't say uh, uh, distant sons or stepson or anything like that. You are sons and daughters. God has sent forth His the spirit of his son into your hearts. All right, so that means there's a spirit inside of you, your spiritual being. All right. Crying out, Abba, Father. Now, like I said before, that word Abba means daddy. And you don't call 
anyone, daddy, unless it's personal, unless you have a strong connection, all right, and a strong belief system that 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 is my father. That is my father. There is no doubt that's my father, all right? Now, verse 7, therefore, you are no longer a slave, but a son or a daughter. And if a son or a daughter, then an heir of God through, through Christ. Wow, that's powerful. When you get, holes of that, get a hold of that truth, when you condition your mind to believe and receive that truth, you're unstoppable. You're going to believe you're unstoppable. You're going to believe that everything is provided. I have all things through Christ. I can do all things through Christ. All right. Now, let's go ahead and read down to verse 8. All right. We're still in Galatians 4. All right. Watch this. But then, indeed, when you did not know God, you serve those which by nature are not gods. All right. What is he saying? He's talking about the world system, the enemy's way. All right. This is how the enemy is still working today. He wants you to be dependent upon uh, your, your, your own self-work, uh, placing all your hopes in someone else to open a door for you. Now, like I said before, God will use people uh, for his kingdom purposes, all right? But you have to be born again and become an heir. Now, when you become born again and, and become an heir, you start believing in your spirit, it's already provided. I don't need anybody to do these things. God, well, whatever God has for me, he's going to place the people uh, in my walk that will help me along the way. Like I said, we all here to help. We all glued together. We knitted together some way or, or another. Good, bad, and ugly. You know, this is not a, this is a fallen world and it's not perfect, but when we start thinking spiritually and we understand that it's already provided, we're going to start receiving it by faith. Now watch this. Verse 9. But now after you have known God or rather are known by God. Now what is he saying there? All right. So in other words, at one point you became born again and you're Spiritual walk was strong. All right, for some reason, it started to simmer down a little bit, right? Now, what he's saying, or rather known by God. See, now God still knows you, all right? But some, somehow or another, you distance yourself away from that thinking, and now you're starting to depend on the world system. Now, watch this. Watch what he says. How is it that you turn again to the weak and beggarly elements to which you desire again to be in bondage. Wow. So we say in the world system, depending on mankind, uh, whatever it may be, your job, whatever, a uh, promotion through someone, you, you, you're doing all these things to impress other people to help your uh, um, advancement in this life. <laughs> you, you if you are sons and daughters in Christ, you are an heir. You are an heir to everything that God has. 
you have been adopted. That is powerful. All right. You got to believe this. You got to believe this in your heart and in your spirit. Now watch this. Verse 10. You observe days and months and seasons and years. What is he saying right there? You're waiting for somebody to do something for you. All right. You're striving. You're working towards a goal. All right. And you, 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 tomorrow I'm going to get this call. They're going to call me. Not, not knowing that everything you need is already provided through God. But you're not even looking to the heavenly realms. You're still walking in this natural system. You, you, you turn again to the weak and beggarly elements to which you desire to be in bondage again. Now, what is bondage in this case? All these things that you're looking for and it doesn't come to pass. You start getting depressed. You become hopeless. All right. You start worrying. This is bondage. All right. These are uh, characteristics of fear. All right. And that is an element of the enemy of the world system. All right. The, the enemy does not want you to depend on God. The enemy wants you in his system. That's why he he thought he can uh, trip Jesus up by tempting him in those 40 days by saying all these things I will give you if you bow down to me. Jesus is like, seriously, do you know I know all this stuff was provided through my father? There's nothing in this world that exists without the father providing it. All right. So you can't give me something that you don't own, basically. So Jesus is like, come on, you got to come with you got to come at come at me with something else that that ain't, I'm not going to get tripped up by that. All right. I'm going to keep reading. All right. So verse 10, you observe days and months and seasons and years. So in this in this verse, he's saying you're waiting and you, you're counting the days for somebody to give you a call or to give you that break. And you're not even looking up. Or you're not acknowledging that you are an heir if you are a son or a daughter in Christ Jesus. It's already provided. You already got it. All right. Verse 11. Watch this. The Apostle Paul went as far as saying, I am afraid for you, lest I have labored for you in vain. Wow. So in other words, everything that I just told you about being an heir, being adopted, being sons and daughters. Have I labored in vain? You still don't believe? You still turning back to the world system, the world's way, and putting your hopes in that? He went on to say in verse 11, I am afraid for you, lest I have labored for you in vain. All right. Now let's go down to verse 17. Watch this. Verse 17, as it is written, they zealously court you, but for no good. What is he saying? The world will accept you and build you up, then turn their backs on you when there is no use for you any longer. All right. Now, this is the way the world does. It'll build you up to tear you down. Now, watch this. Yes, they want to exclude you. That you may be zealous for them. All right. So now you've, you've been pulled in and then kicked out. And now you're scratching your head. Okay. Figuring out how am I going to get back and impress whoever 
to get back in right standing in their eyes and not in God's eyes. All right, now watch this. When that stuff happens, little do you know, this is the world's way of brainwashing and controlling your destiny. All right. Looking to the world system to provide your needs and not trusting in God. All right, now watch this, verse 18. But it is good to be zealous in a good thing always. All right, what is he saying here? A good thing. Remember Jesus said, when, when one of the disciples said, good, good teacher, Jesus said, do not call me good. There's only one good, and that is the Father. He's In this scripture, the apostle Paul is saying, but it is good to be zealous in a good thing always. Now, what he's saying, meaning God and his son. All right, because he goes on to say, and not only when I am present with you. All right, so the Apostle Paul is saying, basically, um, when I'm with you, uh, you're good, you know, because you have, uh, you can physically see with your eyes and you can hear me saying these things, all right? So Paul is saying not to stop believing the truth about God when our spiritual leaders or teachers are absent, but individually at all times. All right. So you got to you got to know this truth inside of your spirit at all times and depend on that and know that everything that you need as an heir of God is already provided. It's already yours. You already have it. All you have to do is start speaking it, confessing it with your mouth. You have to say it. Because when you say it, your words have power. It transforms the universe. This is how the world was formed. God spoke it. Now, in that same uh, mindset, it is expected for us not only to believe that we are adopted to the kingdom of God and are heirs to everything that God has. So everything is already provided. You already have everything you need. So the Apostle Paul is saying, do not go back to this beggarly and, and, and this weak elements to which you desire to, again to be in bondage, not knowing you're going or coming and and if it's going to happen at all. You, you observe the days and the months waiting and when you don't know you already got it. This is the truth. These words are truth. God would not have put this in his word if he didn't want us to know it. The enemy don't want you to know this. The enemy wants you to buy into the world system and keep you entrapped in that system. This is why when uh, worse things happen, bad things happen to, to, to people in this world, and they lose everything, their hopes go with it. I've lost it all. No, you haven't. You've only just begun. Sometimes God will allow these things to wake us up. I'm your provider. I'm your provider. Now, when you believe that in your spirit, and when all these tragedies happen, you still believe that in your spirit. 
You're not shaken. You know if God did it before, he will do it again. And you already know that it's already provided. All you have to do is take it. God said, whatever is mine is yours. If you are an heir to God and the kingdom, you're entitled to all those things that Jesus has. You don't have to go into the weak and beggarly elements, the world system. The world wants you to beg. It wants you to keep uh, wishing and hoping and giving that power and that authority to mankind who knows not his own destiny. He's still trying to find his way. Why would you lean and put your hopes in someone and not God? You got to read the word of God and find the truth. The truth will set you free. And God says, Jesus said, whoever the father sets free is free indeed. And now when you when you understand this truth, there's nothing that can keep you in bondage. Nothing. No material possession. Nothing. No house. No home. Nothing. Because you have that truth. You understand that you are adopted into the kingdom. You possess what Jesus possessed. All his possessions. Jesus said, these are my sons and my daughters. Those that believe in me and, and do the will of the Father. You are a son and a daughter and a brother and a sister to Christ. It can't get no better than that. You can't build off of that. That is the echelon of echelons. That is the top. We, we, we are adopted into the kingdom. We are sons and daughters of God through Christ Jesus, through his spirit. Now, when you believe this truth, depression and all the things that the enemy wants to entrap you with, all those things will start to just melt off. It won't keep you down. There's no way, once you learn this and receive it in your spirit, there's no way you're going to walk around with your head down ever again. And that's my prayer and my hope for you, to get a hold of these truths. Believe it in your spirit. Meditate on what you're hearing. Believe it. Just believe. That's what Jesus kept saying. Just believe. Just believe it's already provided. Just believe you already got your healing. Just believe your financial breakthrough is already there. You just got to ask for it. Just believe that you receive. Just believe it. Even though you don't physically see it, just believe it's there. Believe it's already in your account. Just believe. Just believe that if that child has gone astray and, and took a different path and you prayed, just believe it's been heard. God hears and answers prayers. You have to believe as a son and a daughter of God, as an heir, you think God will turn his back on his children? No, of course not. And you got to believe that in your spirit. You got to reach down inside of you, grab a hold of that truth, take hold of it, become, become unshakable in your faith. Believe that you have what you ask for, but you got to ask. You have to use your voice. It will not just come because you just think it. You have to say it. 
and believe it and receive it because it's already provided. Amen. And I'm going to conclude on that mess on that note. And just remember, Jesus and God sees where you are. There's nothing that he doesn't know about, especially as an adopted child into the kingdom. He cares. Just be patient. And being patient develops your faith. Because when you don't give up, your breakthrough will come through. All right? Amen. God bless.